this week on Best Friend Energy. Sometimes somebody brings a badass title. Sometimes somebody has like a cool melody. Uh-huh. But writing by yourself is where it gets real weird because there's nowhere to hide and right. there's nowhere, nobody to blame it on. <laughs> you know what I <laughs> do you mean? Get, do you get scared to share it? Like even yeah, at the it level feels you're at? even more vulnerable on a song you wrote by yourself. Hi guys, I'm Clea. And I'm Joanna. And this is Best Friend Energy. Today we have such an exciting show. We got to chat with country music superstar Miranda Lambert. Can I you mean, even believe this? I, can, I can't. Like she let us in and everything. I know. I know, it's crazy. So we met her at her bar and restaurant, Casa Rosa, right here in Nashville. It was so cool. Very the cool. The food was so good. She gave us cocktails. She Joanna did. got a virgin cocktail. I did. It was delicious. It was like, what a time. No, I loved it. I know. I just wanted to stay. I was like, I oh, we're done. Oh, we're done? No, I, I like, know. We can't can we- keep going? That's right. Yeah. I wanted to go home with her. All right. Miranda has won every single music award under the sun. She's the most decorated artist in Academy of Country Music Award history. She was ACM Entertainer of the Year in 2022. She's a three-time Grammy. <laughs> like, uh, this is crazy. She's a three-time Grammy winner. She has a new book out called Y'all Eat Yet? And I don't say it correctly. No, you no, don't. I don't. But that's fine. That is my Los Angeles interpretation yet. of y'all eat yet. No, nope. No, you guys eat yet. Yep. Just okay. Y'all eat yet. Y'all eat yet. And it's a fabulous recipe book. It has, I mean, the deviled eggs. I can't make them fast enough. And it's just really fun because it's also filled with just stories from her childhood, oh, her Texas. mom, her grandma. I know. Um, and we talk about all of it. So, oh, uh, and by the way, we were her first podcast. I know. I thank God I didn't know that the night before. Me, I think I would have freaked out. We wouldn't have slept. I know, and I was already up thinking about Taylor Swift and I, Joel You Allen. wouldn't have had time. Thank God we only found out one minute before. Literally a yeah. minute before. Literally, Miranda sat down. She goes, I've never done a podcast. Oh, we're like, oh, oh my God. God. Okay. okay. All right. No pressure here. And of course, we'll take your DMs. Um, but first, we're going to take a quick break and be right back. All right. Today, we are so beyond excited. We're talking to country music superstar Miranda Lambert. It's a thrill, it to be honest. Really we're is. such huge fans. And we're in your own space, which is so fabulous. A bar, restaurant. I mean, we're recording from Casa Rosa here in Nashville. And I just want to give, I want to list just a few of your incredible we don't have accomplishments. Enough time to list I know, all I know, but them. I'm going to list some of them yep. because everyone needs to remember and know this. So, first of all, you are the most decorated female artist in the Academy of Country Music Award history. That's insane. That's, it is insane. It is insane. So, let's just start with that. <laughs> you were ACM Entertainer of the Year in 2022, three time Grammy winner. You have a Las Vegas residency happening now, and a brand new book out called Y'all Eat Yet? And I haven't. Is that how you say it? I, in my mind. I, I loved it. Miranda should say it. It went by smooth. Y'all eat yet? Y'all eat yet? I'm from Los Angeles. I yeah, probably, I'm like, you can't, you no, can't say it. I probably didn't it. nail it. But thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, thank you. Such and an honor and really excited to do this. Thanks yes. for coming. Welcome yes. to Casa Rosa. For everyone listening, the taco smell in here is insane. Yeah. Like, my mouth is watering. I'm going to have a taco the second we're done here. Get the gringo. It's the best. Okay, the gringo taco. You heard it from Miranda. We're what here. was your, like, vision for creating this space? Well, it's the first girl bar I on know. Broadway. So I was like, ooh, that's that's pressure. We need to, like, step it up. So I went and saw everybody else's, which I had been to before, but mm -hmm. didn't quite remember because when you're on Broadway, you don't remember. <laughs> sure. That's kind of the, the gift of being yeah. on Broadway. Um, but I really was so, so much a stickler of, like, having my creative freedom in here, you know, like um, the company 
that we work with are great. And I just was like, this is, this is got to have a feminine touch. I mean, yes. we're the bachelorette capital. And I just felt like I really wanted the, the girls to feel like they had a place that really catered to them. You know what I mean? Totally. And the guys are smart. They know what the girls are. So that brings <laughs> everybody. That's <laughs> right. It is pink in here. There's memorabilia all over the place. It's just it's amazing. Beautiful. There's a rooftop yeah, bar. It's fun and beautiful. Yes. And we're here on a gorgeous day. So we've been enjoying the entire location. Um, okay. So your book, Y'all Eat Yet? Again, is that No, is I that want proper? her to only say it, not you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so amazing because it's not just recipes. It's a real glimpse into your childhood growing up, your family life. Um, you grew up in Texas. I did. And what from Texas did you infuse into this book? Well, all, all of it. it. All of it. <laughs> the whole um, of Texas. Uh, you feel if, Texas if, in it. Yeah. I mean, if you've known anyone from Texas, we're very proud. Um, mm. But this is just, it's, it's really Southern hospitality at its finest. But this book is like, I grew up with two generations of very strong women. My mm -hmm. grandma and her best friends, who we called the Yaya's, <laughs> Gen 1. And then uh, my mom and her best friends, her Y'all Gen 2, her best friends are like my aunts. I was raised by all of these ladies. And I feel like so lucky because, um, especially with, you know, not knowing then, but now I was going to dive into the entertainment industry, which is can be rough, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I just learned so many life lessons from two generations of very strong ladies. And most of those lessons were over cocktails. In the older generation, cigs and cocktails. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and in the kitchen and like, just, you know, being together and cooking together. And I feel like I'm a storyteller. I mean, I'm, I write mm -hmm. songs for a living. Right. And food tells so many stories, too. And this is just, like, a different way to bring those memories to life. And the book is so much fun, too. It's I mean, fun. obviously, it's yes. filled with amazing recipes. But it also just has such a fun flair to it that you just want to dive in and join this party. Right. You actually want to read yeah, the book. Yeah, it's a sisterhood. And I feel like everybody has if they don't have it, maybe this book will inspire people mm -hmm. to go find your circle. But if a lot of us as women do, we have a circle of women that we really, you know, celebrate the high highs with and, you know, comfort each other during the lows. And, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like I just want this book to be an inspiration to people to remember that, like, take some time. And also this book is like, we're all a little bit classy, a little bit trashy. <laughs> and we're fine with that. And I feel like this book is like, permission to be imperfect. I mean, we live that, that way. To yeah, no. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, trust me. No, we have, listen, we're we are the most thing. imperfect people like ever. Our we can organize that's our one singular skill. Other than that, our lives are a disaster. We're pretty useless. I mean, we're just a mess. But it's okay to admit that and I love I'd rather that. I'd rather like some messiness and yeah. some imperfections and um I've been real honest about that in my music my whole mm -hmm. career. I've been very transparent, but I've never also haven't shared like a lot of these personal stories and like the actual fun side of me doesn't come through as much in my records as it does in this form. And I, you know, Holly Gleason is, um, she's a great friend and she's a great writer and she helped me make sense of it because writing songs, right. it's so different than writing, than writing a book. book. I can't yeah. do, well, I, I wrote a book, but I could never write a song. So I yeah. don't know I don't how even understand how the songwriting process, like how does it even work? I, well, it's, I don't know. Yeah. Do you <laughs> sit down? Like, I've asked this to so many songwriters because I cannot imagine. I know you guys have rights, which is a new word that I discovered when we moved to Nashville. Everyone's like, oh, I'm going to write. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And what? so you sit down and are able to collaborate with all these other amazing songwriters. And I don't know. Is there a whiteboard, or post-it notes? Like, what's happening? I think room? everybody's process is different, but a lot of times people just have a title. Now it's easy because we all bring our phones and our iPads or whatever. It's actually all in one place. But yeah. back in the day, it's like notebooks everywhere. And 
you know, record tape recorders. Do you like, like come in with an idea and you're like, here's my idea. This is what I want to sing about. Can you help me? Like, what are yeah, your thoughts? I mean, yeah, sometimes, sometimes somebody brings a badass title. Sometimes somebody has like a cool melody. Uh-huh. But writing by yourself is where it gets real weird because there's nowhere to hide and right. there's nowhere, nobody to blame it on. <laughs> you know what I do mean? You get, do you get scared to share it? Like even yeah, at the level you're at? even more vulnerable on a song you wrote by yourself. Yes. You know, my wow. husband always encourages me to write by myself. On every record almost of my career, I've had a song that I wrote solely by myself. But it's just not as fun. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. I understand. I mean, Collabor- I mean, look at us. The collaboration, collaboration is the best. Collaboration is also... If, something works the celebration with friends is more fun and it's yes. just you know I like both though I mean yeah. I really need to write by myself and it's just kind of a scary thought sometimes but it's a collaboration I mean somebody will sit down and be like hey I had this title or somebody said something the other day that you know actually Karen our mutual mm-hmm. friend yes. Karen Fairchild um she came to the house and we were working on our um bandwagon tour set list and we always work over wine that's just part of, of it course. yes um we can't do a set list without drinking no, <laughs> no. that wouldn't make any to. sense yeah. and so uh we were having wine and whatever and she lives like literally around the corner from me and I was like I don't want you to drive we've had a lot of wine our set list looks great tonight <laughs> maybe we'll see you tomorrow um and she was like no I'm fine whatever and I was like Karen you're too pretty for prison <laughs> and then, and so I took it to the Love Junkies the next couple of days. I was yeah. writing with the Love Junkies, and I was mm-hmm. like, Karen Fairchild inspired this title. We should write it. So it's, it's a great title. <laughs> yeah. Like, Too Pretty for Prison. It's a really Ended up good title. writing it, and then Maren Morris and I sang it together. So it's a, that one was whole girl power moment. But, like, something like Amazing. that, just something can spark an idea. And I love the camaraderie with the female country singers in Nashville. It's such an amazing community that I feel like is so different than like being in LA and as an actor necessarily, you know, like that kind of Yeah, thing. I don't know that world well. And I don't think, I mean, I'm just so used to the Nashville. Nashville, I always tell people, because so many people are moving here, but I'm like, it's still, if it's a big city with a small town feel. It's a little yeah. big town. I know, and Karen uh, Fairchild, if you all don't know, is in the amazing band Little Big Town, which I actually, the last time I saw you perform was a year ago in Charleston with Little Big Town. Yeah. So, uh, which Uh, is an incredible show. Touring with them is one of my, I mean, talk about collaboration. It's just like, and they're such friends that get to sing together. Yeah. And we call it work. <laughs> right, I know. It's, you know. it's amazing. We'll, we'll get um, to touring and all that. But I think that you do, like, just evoke Nashville and, like, the essence of it and the camaraderie of it and um, your relationships with all of these amazing women. Um, is there, like, a female versus male thing in Nashville in terms of country music? Do you guys, like, band together? And I feel like there's a lot of made-up stories and there's a lot of, like conversations about the female stuff in Nashville. I mean, I think that some of the boys are so supportive and they've taken us all on tour. They've loved us to death. They've written with us. They've cut our songs. So I don't really believe that there's all of that drama. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, it is sometimes just the facts are the facts and like on paper and on radio and whatever, it's just not equal. And so those are the the times where all the girls go, well, we know how hard it is. And we have different problems. So we we are on group texts that only mm-hmm. we know we should talk about that should never see the light of day of the public. But like, <laughs> but you know what I mean? for prison. Exactly. So, yeah, we don't so, want to like, do that. I think it's just cool that, to like, I mean, competition's great. I love it. I love when someone's mm-hmm. kicking ass. I'm like, well, like Lainey, I'm like, dang, right. she's kicking, I need to go kick some ass. You know like, what I mean? Girl, it's yeah. it's good, but it's also support. And like, how are you doing, sister? Like, I right. really feel like the, the female community of country, in country music in, in Nashville is very much 
uh, more love than anything mm -hmm. else. Yeah. Is there anybody else that you would like either in country or not country to love to collaborate with? Like, do you have a dream person in mind that you'd be like, this would be such a cool mashup? So or many. Um, Queen Bee, obviously. Mm -hmm. Beyonce. Of course. Um, yeah, of course. But, you know, I made a new friend recently with Avril Lavigne, and I've really enjoyed getting to know her. Oh, and I love that. Like, yeah. just, we're kind of the same age. I mean, she's like an icon, and we grew yeah. up in the same kind of era and, like, started really young. So we've sort of bonded over that. And so I'm hoping to do some collabs with her. I love that. Sure. Yeah, that's amazing. I love, I love um, it's like the, the crossroads journey of, like, two yeah. different styles of know, music that's coming together. really fun to listen to. Yeah. And no, I feel like I the it. genre... Um, that whole genre barrier, it's kind of doesn't exist really anymore. And it kind of feels like old school, like in the 70s, where Waylon and Willie were playing on the same right. station as ZZ Top and Creedence Clearwater Revival. Like, it right. doesn't just good music. It can all go together. There's room for everybody. That's right. There <laughs> right. Is. As long as it's great. Was there a song that growing up you were like, this is so inspirational to me, and like that's stuck in your head? I grew up in a house. My dad played uh, guitar and wrote songs too, and he's kind of the one that, taught me my mom is a huge music lover so it just there's always music in our house I grew up in church so a lot of it was the gospel influence and then my dad loved singer-songwriters you know Pine and yep. Guy Clark and David Allen Coe and so I grew up on that but then my mom loved like Aretha and Soul mm -hmm. and so I, I feel like I had a good gauge of like everything mm -hmm. and then I was a 90s country junkie like everybody <laughs> is right so I mean I got a little bit of everything so I, I don't know I mean when I think of the career I wanted when I started this journey like 19 when I met my manager Marion we've been together for 20 years and she's like what career do you want and I was like Emmy Lou and Dolly are the vibes. Sure, <laughs> like, right, right. Says everyone <laughs> everywhere. But like longevity and yeah. bigger than just the music, but yeah. ma but make it start with the music and end with the music. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, right. and just you know, using a platform for good to celebrate women. To yeah. in my case, rescue dogs. Like, yes. right? You know, just I think if you get to a place and you have people that are ready to listen to you, it's important to like have a message about something bigger than just hey, I write songs and here's. Here's my little ditty. It goes like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I love how much your mom plays such an influence in your life. We talk about our moms all the time yeah. on this podcast. My mom actually counts how many times I talk I about know. her. I know. Roberta, this one's for you. Hi, Roberta. So tell us about your mom and the influence that she had on you. Obviously, her music taste and all that. But you, there's so much about her in this book. And Yeah. My mom is one of my best friends, except for the teen years, which that doesn't oh, sure. count. That doesn't, that doesn't count. count. doesn't count. And we're um, about to enter yeah. that with our daughters. And yeah. I'm like, I already am ready not to count 15 that. 15 to 20 kind of sucked. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my um, daughter's going to go to a nunnery so that's perfect yeah. <laughs> sending her off yeah. um that probably should have been what I did um <laughs> I feel like my mom just taught me so much without lecturing me or having a sit down she just she led by example mm -hmm. and I really you know and so did her mom I mean she grew up in a broken family but like everybody made it work they made right. something out of nothing and she learned a lot of things to do and she learned a lot of things not to do and so as a mom herself mm -hmm. she took those lessons and like really was such a strong force in mine and my brother's life and the first advice she ever gave me when I was like getting to like 17 I was like I, I think I want to be a singer-songwriter like I think I want to chase this it was getting time to like the word college was like not part of my vocabulary okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like that anything but that um and she said you know that's fine but you need to know who you are and stick with it and that has carried me through 20 years of the music business. Oh, like, chills. I oh, always amazing. just stay true to my gut, stay true to my root, because that always, like, resonated with me. And 
it helped me ground, you know yeah. what I mean? But she just made something out of nothing. We grew up with no money, like we were very poor. My dad was a police officer for a while and they were self-employed and that crashed, so we had to kind of start over. And I never felt like I was missing out on anything, even though we didn't have money. I felt right. like she made our house a home. She still found a way to pay for a birthday party or whatever, and mm -hmm. I just, but we were also taught like survival and plant a garden if you're hungry. Mm -hmm. And you know, my dad was a hunter, so like, we lived off the land literally when we were kids. And I really cherish those moments and those memories, especially when things get crazy right. <laughs> in my life, you know? Well, what do you think um, is your mom's superpower, maybe in and out of the kitchen? I think it's her positivity because she is one of these like laugh at the party, like always finds a reason to celebrate, always looks at the bright side. My dad calls her Pollyanna <laughs> because she's just always ready to celebrate, ready to get shit done. Like mm -hmm. she just, I think her superpower is her confidence and her positivity. That is a superpower. It, it she's really so is, confident yeah. in who she is and like watching that growing up, my brother and I learned and so was my dad. I mean, mm -hmm. we just, they were very much strong in who they were and that takes you so far, especially when you're like young and your twenties, you're trying to figure it out, you know, you get in a business like this where yeah. there's people trying to sway you a hundred mm -hmm. ways. And those moments of like, my dad was big on character. Like he always talked about people's character and like how that's the most important thing. And just really like, who are you at the root and who yeah. are you at the core? Stay there. Cause yeah, otherwise right. you're lost forever. That's right. You really you know? are. You need a right. North star. You need yeah. like a, a center force. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break and be right back with Miranda Lambert. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girly? Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Okay, we are back with Miranda. So let's talk about touring a little bit. You have this, I mean, you're always on tour, but now you have a Las Vegas residency. How do you feel? Like, what is the difference? I mean, I've seen you on tour, you're amazing. You have the most energy up on stage. Like, does it feel different having a residency versus the energy of being out on the road all the time? It is different, um, but it's awesome. I yeah, mean, yeah. I've been touring for money for like a living since yeah. right? so I was 17, like. <laughs> Which right. is wild I know. and amazing. So, I know, and so, and I'm gonna be 40 this year. It's gonna be great. Welcome. It's, it's fine. Great. We're, we're on the other we're side and it's, it's okay over it's here. Um, but it's Throw crazy. A big party. When you think about that, it's like, I lived moving for mm -hmm. all of these years. And so it took me a long time to like, grasp okay a residency in vegas first of all that's huge that's like yeah that's that's huge. crazy yes and like it's you like think, celine dion yeah i mean like and it's Elvis. like huge right, right. exactly right. It's, what it's yeah. as big as it gets yeah, yeah it's awesome and but it was just really i had to really just contemplate like how do i switch my brain and my heart from like the road mm -hmm. you know and right. i knew it was going to be great i yeah. just had to get used to the change of it and no airstream there right and no Airstream. We didn't so bring Wanda. You, okay, so yeah, no every, everyone listening, uh, Miranda has uh, a very famous Airstream named Wanda. 
Wanda is set up with like a whole hospitality yeah. area. She's like, a rolling, yes. like y'all come on in, make yourself a drink. Y'all, yeah. like, yeah. she's a bar. Yeah. Wanda yeah. is asking if y'all ate yet. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's a whole setup. So what is life like without Wanda in Vegas? It was Vegas? sad. We honestly t really talked about bringing her for the first show and just yeah. like setting her up in the alley because right. it yes. felt so weird. But, Can't they um, bring her into the hotel? I, mean, I know. It's like I an know. emotional she's support small, pet. She can come. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's like when I got used to Vegas, like we, what I love about it is that we've never, I've always just made it about the music pretty much. Like right. we have a show, we have great lights, whatever, cool production, but we just kind of make it about, I have a great band, let's just go play mm -hmm. some songs. Yeah. And this was like, okay, we got to like really take it up some notches. Like, yeah, right. So it's Vegas. my favorite thing is that in Vegas, there's no such thing as too much of anything. So no, it's I love that there tons of fringe, tons of sequins, mm -hmm. tons of fire, tons of confetti. Like we got to do it to the nines yeah. and it really taught me like, dang, I'm going to, I'm going to implement this when I do go back on the road. Like I want right. to take it up a notch and it, it got kind of broke my routine of what I was used to uh -huh. right. in so many ways, but I love it. And the crowds are awesome. And the thing about Vegas, it's almost like a theme party. Right. Like, you know, when you're going yeah. to a theme party, it's already more fun. Yeah, sure. There's a theme. Yes, <laughs> right. That's so right. people just come to Vegas and they're already ready to have a great time. That's right. And so, and they dress to the nines and like it's it's been really great you know on a show day it's like wake up take a walk with my dog make some eggs have a day to yourself like a right. regular life go yeah. do my job and then go home and it's like very different than moving constantly to the next town sure. did but you buy a place did you like have we a just rent okay. uh, like every time yeah trying to figure it out yeah some of them are very like party vibe yeah. <laughs> but I'm not partying I'm just having an omelet yeah just <laughs> wait, omelet. Which, which feels more bachelorette right now Vegas or Nashville 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 yeah. I believe it was that. the number one bachelorette capital it really does. in the country it, it really does it's, Nashville feels I felt pretty at home in Vegas because Nashville's kind of become sure Nashville similar, yeah yeah so but I've loved it but I will say the last this was our last run I just got home last week and our last run was um was uh, our third one and I was like, I kind of miss my bus's name, Elvira. And, I was <laughs> and like, you have a truck named Tammy. I do. I know. I, I name everything. Anything yeah. that has value to sure. me. And I was like, I kind of miss Elvira, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> my manager's like, what? You're missing tour? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do to like relax? Like, how do you unwind? Or do you not? Are you just like, oh, I'm not that you? good at it. Yeah. I've gotten way better at it. Yeah. I've really learned to balance. Um, I have a farm outside of Nashville. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's my happy place. My horses are there. Okay. And um, my two great Pyrenees, Thelma and Louise. And <laughs> like, that was their names already. And there were rescues. And I was like, oh, those are my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they are meant to be mine. Yeah. yeah they're meant to be mine. Um, I go there and I just chill and just reconnect with myself. It's yeah. just, we got a cute cabin um, out there in a garden and just ride my horses. I really find like, I used to find my energy from keeping going, yeah. like running nonstop. I think we all did in our twenties, yeah. right? Like, Clea's still that uh, way. I don't know, 40 hit and I was like, Meh, Great, you know, okay, well yeah. good, I have something to look forward to. Yeah, right. um, But I feel <laughs> like I find a lot more uh, recharge in um, some quiet moments, yeah. you know, yeah. and then, but like, I'll have one day off and I'll text my manager, like a thousand ideas. And she's like, Nope, more days off. Like, <laughs> I was like, but I had an idea because I rested. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. You had you know. one day of rest. Yeah. And but I really like 
I love I love my job and I mean I get to create for a living like right so it's hard to say no to that when someone's yeah. like hey you want to come in on this co-write tomorrow with Jelly Roll I'm like hell yeah <laughs> do, do you know that? who Jelly Roll is Joanna I don't know Jelly Roll okay we just need a second this he's such a wild sensation I don't I've I haven't seen anything like this in a really long time anyway what's this he, is what's this he? isn't a podcast about Jelly Roll but I just want to say what's that. he from. Oh, he's so been long. around for a long time. Okay. I had never met him. I okay. met him a couple of weeks ago, writing, but like just an awesome person. And mm-hmm. like, point being, like, I wouldn't have made that new friend and like been part of his record and right. gotten to like really connect with somebody on a cool level if I had decided not to work that day. <laughs> right. You know, so sometimes it's like I do have FOMO in that way. Like, mm-hmm. I want to make sure sh- I also get to create. So, yeah. But then my husband's really good about being like, don't overcommit. Yeah. Then right. he has to pick up the pieces yes. and I'm like exhausted. That's how John is. <laughs> yeah. That's why John and your husband probably get along so well. They do. They're <laughs> like, you need to stop. But I think that I understand what you're saying. I mean, we've obviously, we're like not even a decimal of yeah. what you've done. But Joanna and I have always been yes people. We've always been like, there's always an opportunity or like Someone something. interesting to me. Something or could something. lead to something. Yeah, and it's hard just, to say no. And I think, I think the balance is everything. And sometimes you just have to. We went on a camping trip um, last July. Um, my my backup singer is also one of my best friends. We've been together over a decade, and her and her husband have a camper. And Brendan and I had bought a. I'm a vintage trailer collector, but I'd never had a new one. And my husband was like, "These are cute and all, but like, do they work? <laughs> Can I get a new one?" <laughs> and so we bought a new Airstream, a 2020 Globe Trotter, because I'm an Airstream nerd. I'm like obsessed with trailers. I mean, Airstreams are amazing. They I know. And so cool. we bought one, and we, it was when we actually. We had to camp up to New York to see my stepson, so it actually worked out. Like right. our first trip was like the maiden voyage. There was a purpose. Right. Um, but then we went last year. We took all of July off. I've never taken a whole summer month off because a lot right, of artists, boring. yeah, tour it's it's tour and it's festivals and that's all that. Right. And we went for like 23 days wow. all out west. We went to Montana and Colorado and Wyoming. Oh my god! And it was the most like it took us about it took me about like six days yeah. like I didn't chill till we got almost out of Colorado sure I know that would be me. like it took I'd a minute at the wall. but then I was turn just, it off like when you're go 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 yeah it's very hard to it like, was beautiful I want to do that I really realized like also like Europeans they take holiday it's like four weeks I know I know it's and a we're lifestyle. just like we're going to the beach for four days and we should feel way better after that that's not real no it's not <laughs> and four days by the way everyone's like but are you on email I mean like you know it's like we're still so attached I know. to everything and that that came a trip we stayed in a couple of campgrounds that had zero we had to drive 30 miles to get internet Ugh. to even wow. check in on our Blessing, like call right? my mom right wow. and it was really kind of weird at first. It was kind of itchy. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, you're but like, then uh, we like, I brought color. Like I colored, me and Gwen uh, colored coloring books. We played games. We cooked. We just sat. Yeah. <laughs> it just was like lived the most life. chill. And so that experience was like, same as in this book. Like it's like a reminder yeah. mm-hmm. to just carve out time. Well, and, and just be present. It sounds like yeah. that's like what you were, were in your like, childhood. We're in the middle and- of the mountains in Colorado sitting in a river. I was literally sitting on a tuffet. Like right. sitting on a rock in a river, <laughs> drinking a ranch water like right. this is the best yeah. right right it's i'm for so hours. happy that you had that experience i feel like i know good for you i mean it was awesome and i just i want to i'm preaching to the choir like we should all do a little more of that well uh, get ready for your 40s because you're going to want to do even more because <laughs> okay, that's that, that's what happened to me i was like go 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 i mean i still am but i don't know yeah 40 really reset i, I was know like, I, I mean you are still pretty go 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 i know next to me well i think it's good i think you got to do 
I mean, I think you got to do it's both. Balance. It's a balance. Yeah. Um, okay, so we like to end every conversation with five minutes for hugs because you need at least five minutes to, to say goodbye to, to hu people. for hugs yeah. to say goodbye. So we just have a few questions so that everyone can just get to know you a little bit better. Um, okay, first question: What is your go-to dish for a last-minute dinner party? I'm kind of like you can always whip up a dip. Like, mm, like I a love a dip. Charcuterie board, a couple okay. of dips. Like, I can nobody's gonna be mad at that. And we'll get are... a better buzz because it's not heavy. I, I literally could live on dips. Dips are yeah. the best. Yeah, they yeah. really are. Yeah. I just you think don't... you always have like a ranch packet somewhere you could throw it again. 100%. <laughs> no, I, I agree with that. Okay. All you right. Go? Dream dinner guest. Oh, man. You have to pick one? a favorite. Oh, one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Your dream dinner guest. Oh, man. Guest. Everyone else can be damned. I guess Dolly. I mean, I was gonna say Dolly. How could you not? Everybody should pick Dolly. If you only have one pick. If you have one, it's gotta be Dolly. It's gotta be Dolly. That's the right answer. Actually, this was not, this was a right or wrong. This was the right answer. Okay, great. I'm glad I passed. You passed. So wait, so this question is, we said camping or glamping. I want to know what you considered your trip. Was it camping or glamping? Oh, it's glamping. I don't sip on the ground. Oh, yeah. And I don't drink cheap wine. No. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I work you. too hard for that. Yes. Right. Yes, I think you do. We've come too far. Yeah. Yeah. Cheap wine, it can be cheap, but it's got to be good. It's, I agree with that so deeply. There I don't is, care about the press, boy. It's just got to be good. There's a sparkling wine that I drink. It's a cava. It's you guys, I just want to say, Segura, shout out to Segura. It is $9.99. It is so good. But as long as it's good. It's and I'm good. like, uh uh, I don't sleep on the ground. Can't no. do it. No, no, no. no. That at Glamp for sure. Okay, yeah, good. that's good. Okay, I, we're I happy like to that. hear that. Okay. Favorite place for writing a song? Hmm. Outside. I love being outside. Like, yeah. I love a porch ride, I love a porch hang. I love a porch. Me too. Yeah. A lot gets done on a porch. Porches are great. Porches yeah. are great. So I'd say on a porch somewhere. Okay. I love okay. that. Um, what city in the U.S. would you most love to visit? Maybe you visited all of them. Hmm. I think I visited most of them. I haven't been to Sedona, which I don't know if you can okay. that as a city. Okay, I've been to Sedona. I, I want to go there really bad. It, it was, it's stunning, first of all. My dad is, um, oh, this might be, is my dad, this is his first shout out? No, we've there's done lots before? of other shout outs. Okay, okay. Oh. Yeah. Is he counting? No, no. my mom counts. Uh, my, dad, <laughs> my dad doesn't know we have a podcast. So uh, we went to Sedona. My dad is very into music. The Grateful Dead is like his whole ex personality. And he, we went to Sedona and he was like, made us sit down and have like a spiritual interaction with the mountains around us. And I was pretty young. I was like, this is, it's not happening. Like, yeah. you ear on the ground or something? Like no, listening he, he's to the... like, do you feel the vibrations? Oh. And I was like, <laughs> no, but it's a thing there, right? It like, is a thing. Yeah. But I didn't appreciate it at the time. I was like, this is not like, no. Is there a restaurant? Like, is, are we like going somewhere? Um, but Sedona is, it has such a spiritual beauty. That's what it? I, it's on my list. It's on your list. <laughs> All right. Okay, good. I love that. What should be on our list? You've been everywhere. I have been everywhere. I mean, New York City has an extra special place in my heart now because I'm married a New Yorker, right. but I saw the city from a different point of view mm -hmm. instead of just going there for work. Um, like living there part-time with my husband, like I just really realized how beautiful and magical it is and how much energy you actually get from a city because I'm a country so girl. So that was like, yeah. but I have to, my final answer is Fort Worth, Texas because mm -hmm. it is the epitome of Texas. Like Austin's its own thing. Austin's yeah. its own country within. Mm -hmm. And then Dallas is Dallas yeah. with the big hair and all the things that go with it. But Fort Worth, they have a cattle drive twice a day. <laughs> okay. I mean, literally longhorns walk through the street. So and it's, it's legit. One of the biggest honky tonks in Texas is they're actually the biggest and has a rodeo arena inside of it. Like, where can you go a see- A rodeo arena? Billy Bob's wow. is honky-tonk wow. slash rodeo. Wow. That's amazing. I didn't even realize and, that. I mean, the barbecue, so. 
Gotta go to Fort Worth. Fort Worth. Just try it one time. That's, that's actually great intel. Yeah, I love that. And there's a beautiful hotel there. Um, Amazing. The Drover. You gotta go. Okay. okay. All right. We love I a beautiful love hotel. Yeah. All right. No, I well, love this. There's a lot of fringe and like fringe on everything. Oh yeah, <laughs> that makes me <laughs> happy. Well, the thing about me is I adopt like whatever city I'm in. I'm like, oh, I'm going all in. Yeah. And well, I got you, girl. Let me know. Okay. I, 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 I will definitely of, be. A I mean, Adeline will will fully outfit you. Okay. All right. I love that. Um, well, Miranda, this has been so fun. I need to go eat a taco because I've been my mouth has been watering this oh, entire time. Some dips, some guac. Uh, some dips. Yep, yeah, yeah, yep. The um, queso and also thank you. the brisket nachos. Try the brisket that. nachos. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is amazing. I'm, I smell it and I've been dying this whole time. Thank you so thank much you for joining so us. Thank you for having me. My yeah. first podcast. Oh my I'm gosh, so excited. What an really, honor. I know, truly. Yeah, well, thank you it guys. really is. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here with Cocktails and You. Well, so. cheers. Yeah, cheers. cheers. Okay, we're going to take a DM right now that is near and dear to my heart. <laughs> um, Christy wants to know, Clea, I need your top racks for champagnes that are not $1,000. Thank you. Okay, Christy, I actually answered this when we were talking to Miranda Lambert. My absolute favorite go-to is a cava, so not technically a champagne, um, a cava that is, the brand name is Segura. It's so good. It's really reasonably priced. It's like $9.99. All right. And that is kind of what like I fill my wine fridge with. If you want a great champagne, like a real champagne, I think you can get a lot of really good ones in like, I mean, this is expensive because it's like real champagne, but in like the $40 range, I feel like you can, like Piper Heisdeck, I've always really loved. I think it's great. My favorite favorite is Moet Chandon, but I mean, it's expensive. So I go, I go to the Cava and um, you do not need to spend a lot of money to have something that tastes really good. That's what I've found. There you go. Um, anyway, that is my TED talk <laughs> on different sparkling wines. Um, we had so much fun talking to you guys today. No, thank you for listening. Yeah, that's it for this episode. We'll be back next Thursday with Best Friend Energy Unpacked. Um, be sure to get in touch with us, like we said, at Best Friend Energy on Instagram and TikTok or at bestfriendenergypod.com. And goodbye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us on Best Friend Energy. We're back every Tuesday with a new episode. Follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Best Friend Energy. Best Friend Energy is a Hello Sunshine and Sony Music Entertainment production. Engineering and mixing by Nashville Audio Productions. Our senior producer is Rebecca Kaufman. Our associate producer is Cami York. Our executive producer is Sarita Wesley. Our executive producers at The Home Edit and Hello Sunshine are Lauren Lagarde, Hilary Franchi, and, and us. See you next time. Being a mother has its challenges. You have to constantly grow and adapt as your baby does. And while our kids aren't diaper age anymore, we remember a few tricky years with diaper obstacles like blowouts. Oh, yes, I remember. Not to mention getting diapers on active babies. And you and I both know, once your baby starts moving, the adventure really begins. That's why you need Pampers Cruisers 360. A lot of people think Pampers Cruisers 360 are just for potty training. But from my experience, it's actually the best diaper to use as soon as your baby's on the go. 
It doesn't have ordinary diaper tabs. Instead, it has a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband, which is a great hack to keep your baby from taking their diaper off, which, if you've ever experienced, can lead to chaos. And as you know from the home edit days, if we care about anything, it's organizing messes and controlling the chaos. And it really stretches with your baby for a comfortable fit so your baby can move freely. It also makes it so easy to change a wiggly baby who's on the move. Pampers Cruisers 360 with the new blowout barrier are available in sizes three to seven and come in adorable new prints. The best part is that they are hypoallergenic and free of elemental chlorine bleaching, parabens, and latex. As mothers, we know how important it is to count on a great diaper. So for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Redeem Pampers cash, no cash value. 